What's up, nerds? I'm Sean Dooley. And I'm Brandon Dooley. And welcome to the Super Happy Nerd Time Podcast. Where we bring you the latest in gaming, TV, movies, and other nerd shit. This week on Super Happy Nerd Time, we have so much to cover. Black Panthers tearing up the box office. Annihilation is a sci-fi mindfuck. Brandon's officially balls deep in Fortnite Season 3. And we list our top five most anticipated TV shows of 2018. Let's go. Let's do it. What up, nerds? Hi. Welcome to Super Happy Nerd Time. That's us. Episode 57. 57. 57. 157, John. Yeah. 157. You'll in, see that. In season standards, this is 157. Yeah. Dude, congrats. We just uh, surpassed I, the Joe Rogan experience. Do we ever hit season two? Podcast? Or is season two just when we hit 100 we episodes, just... so then we're at 201 or 200. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to do 100 episodes a season. Dear That's a Lord. nice season. Yeah, it's a two-year long. So, all right, season. guys. Every yeah, every two years, we're gonna change the season up for you. Woo! Good stuff. Anyway, um, hope everyone's doing well. I know it's been a couple weeks since we had our last episode, uh, but we yeah. have saved it so that we could hit you with what we're doing today, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit because you know January is kind of a slow month. There's not really a lot going on, and then by the time you start getting into mid February. More movies have come out, and uh, you know you have like the Oscars coming up and that sort of shit. So it's fun. You get a little more in there with gaming in particular. We'll probably talk about that in a minute. I was really hoping I'd have a little more time before good games started coming out, but Negative. we did not get that. No. Negative. Oh, God damn it. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, pretty excited. Um, like I said, it's been a couple weeks since we had an episode. Our weather here has changed like every two days, so you just keep getting sick. It's miserable to do a podcast when the person is just dying the whole time. So um, we decided just to give it a little bit of time. Our episodes have been getting a lot more listens, so that's been great. I know people really enjoyed our what we're looking forward to in 2018. We did one for movies and one for video games. Yeah. Now we're doing one that we probably should have done with those, but um, we're doing TV. Yeah, it'd make too much sense to do them all together at the beginning of the year. Sure. Yeah, we had to squeeze in a VR episode in between. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I guess, well, the thing, too, is with a lot of the really good shows, you aren't sure when the hell they were coming back necessarily. True. Because so true. many of them are on cable or on premium networks. And like Game of Thrones takes, you know, 18 months or whatever to come back. So yeah, yeah. it's hard to tell if it's actually going to come back or not. But you kind of get a solid idea. And most of the ones we're going to be talking about today actually have release dates this year yeah everything so, will be 2018 yeah. now there may be a few for me that are already out but they did come out in 2018 and they're worth noting so ha yeah so if you haven't watched them yet these are good recommendations as to watch and if you have watched them you can agree with me or if you disagree you can let me know about it you can go fuck yourself boom uh, oh anyway God. but yeah i guess uh i mean our nerd news Let's is pretty much the same thing yeah it's it's yeah. uh all of what we've been up to. So Sexual. let's get into it. I just saw 
I'll knock this one out real quick because I don't think you've seen it yet. But I went to the sneak preview of Annihilation last Annihilation. night. The new sci-fi. It's really hard to describe what this movie is. Yeah, um, even from the trailer, you're like, it's a sci-fi thing where they kind of find a portal, but it really just looks like a glimmer slash shimmery thing. And then there's monsters and people are dying. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. They've just recently started throwing trailers up sometimes, uh, like commercials and things like that. It was directed by Alex Garland, who also wrote it. He is the same director and writer from uh, Ex Machina, which came out a few years ago, which I thought was a really cool sci-fi film. Um, He also wrote uh, 28 Days Later. So is the guy from Ex Machina in there like the main dude that was in ex machina you know oscar isaac is oscar isaac yeah but not the other guy so that director i think really likes him because i feel like like every movie that i've seen with that guy with oscar isaac in it has been like from the director of ex machina um i think this is the only thing i thought he had a couple of them i thought there was one that was coming out later too or i could just be mixing shit up i don't know yeah that might be it oscar isaac is in a bunch of shit i feel like oscar isaac is gonna be like uh who's the director of this one alex garland so I feel like he's Oscar Isaac's going to be like how Robert Rodriguez is with uh, Antonio Banderas. Uh, no, dude, uh, <laughs> Machete with oh, uh, Danny Trejo. Yeah, buddy. Man, Except you're Oscar really Isaac's like, like lowering the bar on that comparison. <laughs> I just um, meant in terms of putting him in a bunch of movies, but yeah, like his own movies. So this is this is Alex Garland. This is why I got really excited about it. These are kind of the movies that he's written up to this point. He wrote 28 Days Later. He wrote Sunshine. He was the executive producer 28 Weeks Later. He wrote and was executive producer of Dread, the Judge Dread remake that came out with Carl Urban in 2012. Um, Wrote and directed Ex Machina and has now written and directed Annihilation. So, So, obviously I want to see this movie. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I... Okay, so I really enjoyed it. It was really kind of a mindfuck of a movie. It's, It's what I imagine... When people first saw 2001 A Space Odyssey Thought, we were like, holy shit, this is just crazy. It's way out there. It is, but it's cool because it's like you could tell that they... The uh, same thing with Ex Machina where it's like, yeah, it's sci-fi, you know, so it's you know got the science fiction element to it. So there's fantasy in it, right? Yeah. But you could tell that they must have done so much research into this particular subject they're talking about that it's kind of believable the way they go about it you know what i mean like you can nice. see why it would happen this way and yeah. so without giving away too much i mean I, I so i posted about it on twitter last night and it's kind of the what? only way i could give away a reasonable um like non-spoiler review i was gonna say so because just, it's crazy if i tell you like even what kind of movie it is yeah it will really it will like this? influence you this we'll, we'll back it up We'll just do it as, as simple as possible. Scale it one to ten. I would get it's ten, so, ten being like, like the Godfather, like yeah, the perfect well, like film. Your, yeah, like the best film ever. I would say I would say like an eight point five probably. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those ones. To be honest, if you would have said a four, I probably still yeah. Have seen it will it. make you really think about it. Like as soon as we walked out of the theater. We all just kept talking about what our theories are as to what the hell that movie was. Ah, like it was, and it so was it's really one of those cool. Now it's not necessarily all explained. Well, and and it's it's really interesting, and I really enjoy talking about it. I can't wait till more people see it so I can really dive deep because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Uh, but there's just so much craziness going on in it, 
And also, it is an all-female cast, with the exception of Oscar Isaac, who's only kind of an insulary character. It's an all-female cast. Nice. Which I didn't really even notice until, like, halfway into the movie. Girl power. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's all women in this movie. This is badass, you know? That's how it should be with movies, man. Like, They're all scientists and shit. People gotta really stop cool. thinking about it. And we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely dive into this with the next movie we're gonna talk about. But people always fucking think too much about, like... Oh, there's a bunch of women in this movie. Like, who gives a shit? Go see the movie, and then if yeah. you realize halfway through, oh wow, there's actually like ninety percent women. Who gives a shit? That means it's still a, you know a good movie, whatever. Yeah, and I and it was really cool, kind of heavy. It, it wasn't. People are just dumb, and they didn't really put forth like the girl power thing. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. Just, I like, didn't. It just happened that yeah, a huge portion of that. Cast I didn't was even. Female. They kind of mention it for a second, but it's like a throwaway line, and then yeah. I kind of, it kind of really clicked for me midway through the film. Where I was like, oh, yeah, it is. It's all women in here. Nice. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, the cast alone. And so, you, you have Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, who was Justin. Uh, she made, had a big comeback in Hateful Eight. Um, and then Gina Rodriguez, who is from... Like that show Jane the Virgin, which is a really popular show on CW. Yeah. I don't watch it, but she was good in it. Tessa Thompson, who plays uh, Valkyrie in the newest thor movie yeah buddy so i mean it's a pretty and benedict wong who actually he's like a very minor character but he was in uh the martian he was in sunshine he was in dr strange he's the uh asian librarian guy you know that watches the bigger guy yeah so i mean it's pretty cool so this is the only uh this is spoiler free but this is the best way i described it on twitter it's a psychological thriller a sci-fi horror and a biology lesson all in one movie why wouldn't you want to see that? So it was like a really so thought-provoking film. Like, if you really like, if you're wanting to go see something that's just dumb, you don't have to think about it. Don't go see this movie. But if you, well, I mean, I guess you still could. But like, it has this elements. This is one of those like pay attention types, right? Mm, Which I like. I not like even those, but. well. So it's got it's really friggin' intense too, though. Yeah. So you could Ooh, intensity compare it to uh, was it Green Room? No. Yeah. What was the title? Yeah, Green Room. Green Room. Yeah. yeah. So with this, it's so kind I think of Green Room was the most intense movie I've ever seen in terms of like the entire time. I'm like, what the fuck? What the it fuck? wasn't that because there was a lot of like science in it too, so okay. it kind of fluctuates so, like, back and forth. But it had scenes that were like aliens type intense. Yeah, I saw that one in the trailer where like that fucking like head with like werewolf mouth kind of thing is like right next to her and you're like oh shit yeah yeah so there that scene is crazy yeah i'm sure that whole that's like a that's like a seven minute long scene that is just nuts all right and way more frightening than you would think it would be it was was pretty crazy so um you know it was a thought-provoking film obviously because i kept wanting to talk about it when we left yeah it was really intense in a handful of different areas it was just kind of out of nowhere intense um, and then like the visuals were absolutely stunning. Like yeah. some of the ideas they had for the way things look, it was just stuff I would have never thought of. And it was really cool looking. So I don't know. I enjoy this, that type um, of film. That's really crazy. Get stoned and go see it. Or a don't do that because your mind's going to explode and go see it. <clears throat> I think you could still follow along. It's not so, it's not so, um, like thought provoking where you have to pay attention to every little thing that's happening, but you can get a lot out of it if you are paying attention to what's so happening. So it's not like, um, well, actually, I guess that was more of a twist, but you didn't really have to pay too much. The Kaiser Soze, I guess you didn't really have to pay like insane amount because they tell you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't really know how to describe it. There's Basically, a couple of little twists in it though, and what it I'm was... taking from it is it's eight and a half out of ten, which means it's really good. 
Yeah, so I recommend it. it for sure. Cool. I mean, I just really like Alex Garland too, and this did not disappoint me. I will say it's in the same vein of Ex Machina, where you walk. You saw that, right? You saw Ex Machina. I did. Okay. Yeah. When you get out, you just want to keep talking about it because you're mm-hmm. like, that was so crazy. They could. I didn't see it going this way. Like, what the hell is oh, yeah. happening now? You know, like those are always fun, though, man. Those yeah. Are- so it's along the same lines of that. Now it's one of those films that I thought was really cool. I don't know how many times I'd watch it over and over and over again. Because it was a lot to take in. Yeah. Kind of like Ex Machina. Like, Since I really love that movie, but it just was, it's a lot. Yeah, you know? Ex Machina is one of those that I thought was really good, but I probably only watched it a couple of times. So, like, maybe, like, every year or something. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. And so, this. meanwhile, he has other ones like Dread or Sunshine. Those ones yeah, I'll watch those, over and over and yeah, again. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It was badass. So, I would check that out. I just wanted to get that out of the way since now we can talk yeah, about... I was going to say, disclaimer, like... A good half of this podcast is probably going to be just talking about our news and kind of what we're about to jump into. Yeah. Should I go ahead? Because I do have a couple of like uh, quick news bits before, or I could do it after we jump into uh, the BP there. Okay. Uh, Yeah, let's do the news things real quick and then we'll talk Black Panther for sure. All right. So, um, did you have anything else other than what we're about to jump into? Um, Figure rather than bat- bouncing back. No, forward. because we'll probably talk mm-hmm. more about uh, this other thing when we talk about our Ooh. TVs. All right. Hold me in suspense. Shows, All right. Yeah. So, uh, for any of my gaming fam, Fortnite Season 3 is officially live. I did get to play for about an hour earlier today, and it was fucking unreal. So, it runs at 60 frames a second now. Uh, so, it runs way, way smoother. The building's way better. You can build through like trees and shit now, which is really cool. They added a bunch of new skins. The idea is like astronauts. Like this is like what their the theme is is like astronauts and shit like that. So uh, definitely check that out. They have a desert eagle they added in now. Ooh. So you have a deagle, a bunch of new skins, and get this, Sean. Well, actually, I, I bet you will not guess. One of my favorite action characters ever is a skin in the game now. Oh, wow. Can you think of who that might be? Wait, greatest action characters ever? Yeah. Like, specifically for... He has two movies. We talk about it on here all the time. He has two movies. And it's like action to the fucking max. Uh, Who's the best, like, shooter oh, actor? Yes. It's gotta be. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, have yeah. John Wick as a skin That's you can awesome. get in the game now. So you can be John Wick, which I am utterly stoked about. Uh, they also, of course, have the leveling system, which they said will take... Uh, an average of 75 to 150 hours to complete in its entirety. So get ready for that, fam. Buckle in. Granted, this is over several months. Ooh. Um, but yeah, real cool, man. It, I played it earlier. Like I said, everything runs way smoother. So all those issues you had with building, all the issues you had with um, like not being able to pick up guns and shit running slow and lagging out, all of those, for the most part, are gone. Uh, also, on that note... This Sunday, February 25th at 6 p.m., I'm going to be doing a huge stream. We have a post about it. We're doing a giveaway for um, Fortnite's uh, Battle Pass. So whether you're on uh, any platform, really, that has Fortnite on it, which I think is the big three, Xbox, PS4, and PC, um, we're doing a a giveaway for that. So you'll get a free Battle Pass. All you got to do is tune in, and uh, you got to go to our Facebook page. You'll see the post like share comment and you are good to go and entered in uh so check that out like i said february 25th this sunday 6 p.m i also got a new pc so it's going to be the old stream but 10 times better so we're gonna have the green screen 
all the little pop-ups, the nerd turds, everything's coming back. It's going to be amazing. We might have to call you PC Principal now. PC fucking Principal is back in the business. And also, if you're not a Fortnite player, but you uh, just want to be able to win some free shit, uh, we will also give away an Amazon, a $10 Amazon gift card uh, so you can enter in as well. So you'll get either or if you Sweet. win. Um, finally... Dr. Disrespect, the biggest current streamer ever, On Twitch, right? uh, just came back. So get this. I don't know if you, you've seen him before, right, Sean? Oh, like, yeah. Maybe not watched him. but uh, So he started to stream apparently like a year and a half it ago. It's like he should be in Joe Dirt. Yeah, and yeah. that's the that's just shtick. That's yeah, his yeah. shtick. Obviously, he wears like a fake wig, and but his mustache yeah. is real. He's got the oh, sunglasses. mustache is real? I think that's Ugh. a real mustache. Um, just judging by the way it looks and like how he shaves around it. But yeah. uh, So he won Twitch Streamer of the Year. Uh, at the end of last year, I believe, or earlier this year. Um, but what you didn't know about this guy, so he was actually previously a game developer, which is why his stream has so many things incorporated into it that people don't have. Ah. So he knows the ins and outs of all that. So in a year and a half, he's pretty much grown that stream to where he's at, which normally takes about five years to do minimum. Yeah. Um, but he found the right stick, all that kind of stuff. So real cool. Uh, but check this out. So he had to take a full month off because he had cheated on his wife. And he had a stream about it and like was in tears and shit and was like, I got to take a month off because, and we're, the thing to keep in mind here is that on average, from what I've seen, this guy gets about 1500 to $2,000 in just donations every stream. That's cool. So that's not counting subscriptions, ads, all that shit. So we're talking about a month off of that is probably, I don't know, 75, a hundred grand worth of revenue that he's missing out on. Yeah. So he took a month off, fixed things up with his wife. He came back. And when he came back earlier this year, he had the he set a new record for uh, the the biggest stream ever. So over three hundred and eighty one thousand viewers tuned in, Jesus. and they broke Twitch. Like it literally crashed. Yeah, the I heard entire it. Did. Site. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, but he's a really good streamer. He's really fun. If you guys want someone that's like super fun and interactive, uh, check out Doctor Disrespect. But that's all I got, man. Now we're ready to to jump into the meat here. Okay. Um, yeah. So as we said. Black Panther just came out last weekend. Yes, it did. A month in, and I'm actually looking up the poll right now, what the box office was for it, because it, I think it had the second biggest opening ever, only behind uh, the Avengers, the first Avengers film. So it's been out a little over a week, and it has already racked up $491.3 million dollars. On Currently a holding steady at a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, too, yeah. by the way. And, uh, okay, so, I mean, we'll just talk about it right now. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Um, if we may accidentally have some spoilers, so maybe just hit the skip button yeah. for the next two minutes, I would say. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet. If you're somehow one of the people that hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> It was awesome, man. I I don't know how else to describe it. It was badass. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm so happy that the last two Marvel films I've seen were two of my favorites. Because I thought Thor Ragnarok was fucking amazing. And Which one did you like more? Thor or Black Panther? They were so different though. True. Thor was True. like Thor was like a f- really well, fun. They were both like superhero movie. movies. This one. Yeah, yeah they're in the same universe serious. and everything. I like that I get, but the tone of the movies were completely different. Like Thor was just really fun, crazy action, space adventure madness, right? Yeah. And I loved that. That was great. This was like a really deep film. Um, it was kind of cool because it did have a lot of 
kind of the same elements uh you know people were talking about lion king and things like that and i and i could definitely see that in certain areas of it without getting too deep into it there was definitely some stuff there but it was it was really good man and i loved michael b jordan as um killmonger yeah i thought he was great i mean he had this kind of like silent intensity you know what i mean like he didn't scream a whole lot you know it wasn't like uh, you know some some villains they make them over the top with like rabbit and they're screaming and they're almost frothing at the Probably mouth Quinn. with hatred kind of thing he Probably was kind Quinn. of he was more broken you know what i mean he kind of yeah and was more hurting than anything he was more and I like it was the, great. all this crazy shit would be going down and he's the silent guy so that's that's like the one that you're like the most yeah. afraid of because that's the one that really fucks shit up yeah well and he it's interesting because he you they make you sympathize with him as well. I mean, they don't make yeah, you, but do. the way his story is, is he has a full like backstory behind him where you feel for him. You know, you understand where all this is coming from and how things were so bad for him and why he would be who he is now. And then even with some of the ideas that he wants to do, which is, you know, have Wakanda like they could take over the world and I, like he doesn't think that they should be isolationists anymore yeah which obviously i don't agree with the you know his whole like genocide and literally killing Kingdom everyone world, that is like, yeah yeah it's not what but the idea that they should which is kind of simmering under the surface for a lot of the oh, movie it really wasn't he didn't want to what was his stipulate was it he just wanted he to wanted, kill anyone that like wasn't black uh well so he wanted to provide all they had their spies or what did they call them uh yeah he wanted to give them all their um sleepers whatever the hell he said that yeah, were it was in something all these dogs cities. i don't remember war dogs war dogs yeah that were Which in different also areas from mad max my day yeah more pups um anyway. and so they he wanted to provide them with the state-of-the-art vibranium armor and weapons that they have and give them to all the war dogs and make have the war dogs like start an uprising yeah. in whatever countries they were in but i and forgot take over. what the so was it just strictly to like get rid of anyone that was in power, essentially, or something? Yeah, they just wanted to take over the world. It was his ultimate thought. thing. He, I mean, he thought in his mind, him running Wakanda, and they would take over the world, and Wakanda would be the ultimate rule. Like Wakanda would be, you know, like uh, how the British Empire was, where they just take over everything is theirs. Kind yeah, of deal. yeah. Um, because hopefully yeah. better than that was his idea but maybe not yeah uh, but i mean that part was i did love his piercings you know, obviously his, uh, that was the what were those piercings i don't know what no they're... it was um like scars like they dab you yeah like they just like has this little like bubble up scar kind of thing on him yeah for so every killer he did he's covered it in the comics he's covered in those too which is pretty cool nice, so nice. i'm glad they did a good job with that but it was just so cool i mean there were parts that were so vibrant with color and i mean it was one of the longer uh, Marvel movies has ever done. Yeah. It's like two hours and fifteen <clears throat> minutes, and it it felt long only in that there was a lot of story. I never was bored at any point. I never Agreed. thought, "Please God, let this movie end." But it was long, and it uh, because there was a lot that they had to cover. You know what I mean? He has very little backstory in previous Marvel movies. There's not a lot of build up to him. Yeah, he's like in Civil War. They kill his dad. He reveals himself as Black Panther, and that's kind of it. You know, there's not really a whole lot there. So this, they had to cover his entire life leading up to this and, you know, all that stuff, too. Which but it was cool. cool. Well, and they wanted to cover Michael B. Jordan's life as well. Yeah, Killmonger. As, as the bad guy, they did a lot to cover him as well. So you see how everything's kind of intertwining. Which is Everyone really was great, smart man. because Black Panther and Killmonger, I feel like, are not in the top in terms of, like, people know them. 
Yeah. You know, like you have to really like dive into comics to, to, to know Killmonger and Black Panther. I mean, like if you would have asked people who Black Panther was before Civil War, they'd be like, what? That's a superhero? Yeah. You know, so yeah, they have to dive in there, which I think they did a great job with because there's yeah. a lot of stuff I didn't know that I learned, which is cool. Yeah. And I like Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. He was great. Um, <clears throat> Denai Guerrero from Walking Dead. She's Michonne from Walking Dead. She was his like head of the military or whatever for Wakanda. She was awesome. Yeah. She was so badass. And uh yeah, Lupita Nyong'o was really super, good too. Super 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 powerful women in this movie, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Um Andy Serkis is in it for a while as Claw. He was really he was kind of like the batshit insane bad guy that just keeps saying crazy shit all yeah. the time. And yeah, yeah. so he was like thoroughly entertaining, I think, as a good build up kind of bad guy. Angela Bassett was great um what's his name uh daniel kalua from get out was in it as well yep and martin freeman was good in it he pretty much has taken over the agent colson role yeah. that they had up through so avengers one thing i didn't really like a whole lot was um what's his name from from get out his character I feel like this is gonna be a spoiler. I'm sure this is why we told you guys. This yeah, because so there's this, no way we can't talk about it. Yeah, this is definitely. Let's just say, all right, without like super spoiling anything, he jumps around a lot, and I don't know in terms of where his stance, in, his, in terms loyalties, of his loyalties, he yeah. jumps around a lot, and I and there's not really, I didn't see enough of a reason for it to be the way they did it. Yeah, it was a very it, quick turn. Yeah, it was like, and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense, so that was one of my things. I was like, eh, I don't yeah. know what that was all about, but they needed it to happen for the story to go on. I get that. So, and I was just reading, and uh, Ryan Coogler was talking about, or I guess it was uh, one of the producers, I can't remember who it was, was talking about how um, they had actually filmed a scene in which um, Daniel Kaluuya from get out and so in the movie they make it pretty quick uh he's more or less married to um the general from like michelle military person yeah they're they're married or whatever because they keep referring to each other as my love or whatever and um so security's in place security fans trying to break in again dude so they had actually filmed a scene in which they discuss it in depth why he would like choose what he was going to do, like why and he would change his stance. So they cut it because apparently when they did the first couple screen, it was the last scene they cut out of the movie. Like they had done screenings and apparently um, it, it came at a time in the film where they're starting to build up action and then that yeah. scene happens and then there's more action and people thought it like just kind of brought everything to a halt for two or three minutes instead of keeping up with, you know, uh, Killmonger's, like rise to power or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of is right in the middle there there's just dialogue so they ended up having to cut it but i think they said they're going to put it back in for like a director the, the release when it comes out on blu-ray so interesting because you can which is cool and i get it but yeah, yeah that was definitely one of the mm-hmm. ones because they kept saying they're like this is the one we did not like we had to keep fighting and we wanted it and we wanted it and we wanted it in and it was the last thing that it, they made us cut that was so. probably like my there were a couple other things i was like yeah all right but this was one that I was like, all right, this they should have explained that more. Like that one part made me think of like Batman versus Superman, the non-director's cut, where certain things you're like, wait, what? what? Yeah, that where you could have squeezed in like 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 dude, thirty me, seconds me, and yeah, it would have a minute yeah. of like dialogue here to explain yeah. what just happened and you're good. Um, but I mean, it was a it didn't interrupt the flow really. Like it's just for those of us who like 
really pay attention to movies, I feel like, or who like kind of dive in a little deeper. Like if you're or just the fact that we review movie, them all the time, you kind of yeah, start nitpicking. Yeah, I was gonna you say, know? yeah, when you review shit, you kind of pay attention yeah. to all the details. Um, but yeah, man, I okay. So I got to read this off because this yeah. is this is uh, this is an excellent joke here that oh, I just yeah, yeah. saw right now. Uh, so there's a picture of um, the two guys from the two white guys that are oh, from Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis. Martin Freeman, Andy Serkis, and the joke. It's like a little meme going around. The two white actors in Black Panther also played Gollum and Bilbo Baggins, meaning they are the two Tolkien white guys of the movie. I love it. I get love it. it. You guys get it? J.R. Tolkien, yeah. in case you didn't know, wrote Lord <laughs> of the Rings. It's a great joke, and I loved that. Uh, so, yeah. But overall, man, loved Black I Panther. will say, dude, Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> as usual, completely over the top and amazing. Yes. At oh, all times. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, his, you know, like, Wakandan accent, he rolled his R so hard, and yeah. it was it fucking was almost hysterical. almost like a Hispanic man. accent. It was great. Yeah, but you gotta, like, when you have Forrest Whitaker in a movie, you gotta know it's gonna be 150% of whatever you ask him. Yeah. You're oh, like, cool, Forrest, so you're so... gonna be in this movie for, like, 10 minutes. We just need you to kind of be, like, noble and a priest or whatever. He's like, yeah, I got this. And then he just screams the whole yeah. time. That's, that's how it is. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they so apparently, and I didn't know that the language in there was like a real language. It's like a real African language, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, the Wakandan. I, yeah. Did they say what they took it for, or is it like a mishmash no, of things? No, it's or? like legitimately 100 percent like an accurate language in Africa. Um, because Trevor Noah was talking about how he didn't need the subtitles because he knows the language. Oh, that's cool. Because where obviously he grew up in Southern Africa, so he he knew it which I thought was really cool I was like oh shit I thought that was just like made up stuff yeah I don't know what was going on usually in superhero movies everything's made up but that was really cool that that was like a nice add in there also it was uh, it was it was definitely great to see a lot of um, and I would say African American actors but I think some of them are not from America so you gotta just say black actors uh, that were amazing and powerful and a lot of fun to watch which if you're making a stink about that and you're one of those people that was like, oh, I don't know if I want to see the movie. It seems like it's going to be black power. Fuck off. Fuck you in general. It's a great movie. There's also a lot of fake things going around about white people talking about getting beat up and f- by black people for this oh, movie. That shit's that's going not around true. Too? It's oh, fake. Come on. Don't listen to any of that Fuck shit. Fuck off. Yeah, that's, that's really so annoying. stupid, dude. It's a movie and it just yeah. happens to have a lot of black actors in it who are amazingly talented. So yeah. who gives a shit? That was awesome. But I do have to say, though, from a cultural standpoint, it was awesome to see because all I could think about the entire time was like, wow, so we have a, we have a cousin... Uh, who's african-american and as he grows a baby right now but as he grows up i was thinking like holy shit i couldn't imagine being in those shoes and like never really seeing like a really badass superhero that had the same skin color as Mm -hmm. me so i was like i thought that was really really cool so um just in terms of because everyone turned this into the cultural thing i feel like for the most like you know what i mean like everywhere everything you hear that people talk about this somehow like the cultural thing and having a lot of black actors on there and stuff is always brought up. Like that's almost the highlight of it. And I'm like, dude, it's great that they did that. Like, it's awesome. They did that. But like, it's a great movie too. Yeah. Like outside of all that, it's just a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't think it was just a, what a, what a, I've seen a lot of nerds PC. Was it, um, PC agenda or something. Yeah. Like, like, like Oh, really this cool. is a black power agenda movie. And I'm like, no it. dude, it's just really good actors who happen to be black that do an awesome job in a movie. I will say I was sad that they didn't have a Wesley Snipes cameo oh, at all because dude. he had tried, he's tried to get a black Panther movie made for like the last 25 years. And so if they do a second one, which I'm sure they will, they got to at least do. give him a cameo. Oh, 
like yeah that'd be great that'd be it's just cool. like some random like he could be a good villain he could be Ooh, really good be like, cool. like he was like an ex like it was like remember how they maybe made he was like somebody who was in power in wakanda and they like had to um, yeah exile him or something yeah. and he's just like dude yeah because he could put on a good fight scene even though he's old i guarantee he could put on a good fight scene yeah that would be cool i'd be into it or even i mean anything it would just be cool to have Yeah, just have there. wesley snipes walk across the screen randomly in the next one and we'll yeah. be good but um no i loved it and the the curated soundtrack kendrick lamar curated the soundtrack for it and it fit the movie so well it, it was, was really perfect. cool when they i was wondering where they were gonna so i'm obsessed with the weekend song it's like the weekend of kendrick lamar it's the last song on the black panther soundtrack and i was wondering where they were going to put it in the movie and they put it in when they go into korea into this kind of uh club or whatever and it was just such a cool thing everything about this movie was made really well i mean just like with any movie there's a few loopholes and things you can find to like knock on but man it was like like i would agree I would have given this a nine, like a ninety percent to ninety five. That would have been in my book, like yeah, I, I way up into and like a hundred. I don't even think I have a movie that's a hundred. That's just too high to hit. But um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great, great movie. So definitely check out Black Panther. Oh, I want one more note though. So Letitia Wright, who played um, what was uh, Shuri, Black Panther's or N'Challa's sister, was. Or T'Challa's oh, yeah, sister. She, great she was awesome. She was probably my favorite, like, standout character <clears throat> in that movie. She was great. She's just, um, so she's the princess or whatever of Wakanda, and she's this huge, like, tech She's like scientist. their tech person. And keep in mind, they have the most advanced technology, like, almost in the galaxy. Oh, well, maybe not galaxy, but definitely on the, in the world. They have this crazy advanced technology, and... She is like literally the head of all of it, and she's super young and amazing. It's yeah. awesome. She was badass. I, I enjoyed her a lot. She was my, probably my favorite new character in it. That was great. Um, but yeah, Black Panther was great. Go check it out if you haven't. I will probably go see it again soon. I usually, if it's a Marvel movie I really enjoy, I usually go a couple times. So, um, yeah, I, I loved it. So check that out and check out Annihilation if you want like a really crazy ass sci fi film. Real quick though, I just want to mention we were talking about games. Holy shit! <laughs> we were, uh, I said we'd get back into it before we get into our top five TV shows of 2018. But um, already, what games have already come out? Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter. Um, well, we're not really doing seasons. We'll do like full games of shit. So. Because uh... there was some others that already released. Oh, um, Secret of Mana, the remastered edition, just came out on PS4 last week, I believe it was. I went and got that. I haven't even gotten to play it yet. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance already came out. That's supposed to be badass. It's an open world medieval game that's just supposed to be raw and gritty uh, as shit. So I really want to play that. So you already have like three pretty long games that you could play yeah that are there's, already a, there's a bunch of really good titles that have come out i've honestly just been so entrenched in fortnite that i haven't like i love fortnite is my it has surpassed overwatch as my favorite first person shooter so oh, it's, it's awesome. uh well actually i guess technically it's a third person shooter anyway shooter your favorite online shooter dude it is amazing also it's free so i need everybody's help we got to go troll sean until he turns his fucking xbox on and <laughs> downloads this game for free and plays with us so right now i'm pl- i'm still trying to get through all my 2017 games dude. christ almighty i i've got to get you on there. i'm almost done with super mario odyssey right now 
So that's great because I was playing uh, The Last of Us, the remastered edition. Yeah, we'll talk. I'll talk more about these later. But I was playing that, and then one day, uh, Rachel was like watching something in the living room, which is where the PS4 is. So I couldn't play on that. So I just started Super Mario Odyssey and then played that for four days straight. So. Nice. I'm almost done with that. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, man, oh, it's so stoked, man. The games, they're not giving us any rest here. It's going to be hard to try to keep up with all this crap that keeps coming out. Yep. Because you still have, I mean, it, go check out our, I, th- I think it was our last podcast. Uh, it was either that one or the one before we did our. I think it was two. Okay, yeah, it was two, two, two podcasts ago, episode uh, 155. We did our five most anticipated games of 2018. Yeah, so check her out. And Brandon also had a debate with himself about PUBG versus Fortnite. So I did. And it's. Uh, yeah, so Fortnite even took a further advantage. Yeah, uh, no you may you may want to even refer to him as a master <laughs> debater. So. I am a master debater. But so. uh, we're going to take a quick break and. We'll be back with our top five most anticipated shows of 2018, including some we've already watched, so we'll talk about those a little bit, too. But uh, this is Brandon's song for the week. You want to Yeah, so this is a really cool band called The Hold Up, and this song is called Imperfections. Enjoy. When I got past Anderson Dio, she's still sleeping with me, but... And this ain't me talking with my ego But this is me saying confidence is all you need Though if you're the one complaining a lot Maybe change all your thoughts Cause I swear that's all you have to do And maybe they don't pay me a lot But she still wanna lay in my spot Cause my attitude Yeah, my girl love me for my imperfections Me for my imperfections, something, something with good intentions. Reggae, sexy song. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. That was uh, the hold up with imperfections. They were live in studio. That just was now. live in studio. They only did a 10 second clip yeah. for us, but it was still beautiful. It was very sexual. But man, I'm excited. Yeah, so right I now we're going to jump into our top five most anticipated shows of 2018. Um, we weren't sure about doing this one yet, but then with the handful of shows that have already come out that were good and there's just so many that they've just started really it was the super bowl that kind of set everything off because the, they announced all of these trailers for these new shows or shows they're bringing back or whatever where you weren't sure what was happening with them yeah so i'm excited about it um we'll talk about kind of some of the ones that have already come out there's only a couple of them but right now we're going to jump into number five what do yeah. you got uh, all right, so my number five, none other than Jessica Jones, Ooh, the nice. return of mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. Uh, the season two will be coming back in March. Yeah. I don't know the exact date because I forgot to put it in there, and I'm not going to look it up right now. Let me see. But it's in March. I have a list up, so, so I'll you know. But keep talking. Go ahead. Yeah, so Jessica Jones was... Really, really, really good. Uh, the first season I, it was a lot of fun. It was a really good kind March of March like, 8th. Sorry. March 8th. Uh, Which I'm a, sure is a Friday because they always do it on Friday on so Fridays. you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually Fridays or Sundays. Oh, no, wait, like, March 8th is shit. a Thursday, I think. 
All right, so sometime in March, the 8th, uh, Jessica Jones Season 2 will be out. It was really good. I liked the first one a lot, and it introduced... Um, uh, what's his name? Who got his own show? Why am I blanking out here? Wait, what? I uh, said Jessica Jones. It introduced. Um, God damn it! What is his name? Who got his own show as well? Like right afterwards. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. Thank you, God. I couldn't remember that. Um, but yeah, it's really c- good show. She drinks herself into comas and uh, is super strong and fucks yeah, people up. Fucks people up, man. And that's what you want. A good a, drunk a good detective. Show. Yeah. And then has, like, random really hardcore bang scenes with Luke Cage. Yeah. So hopefully there's more of those to come. Well, I think... So (laughs) her... I think uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Luke Cage, I all really enjoyed all of them. Iron Fist was okay. Defenders, I thought, was better than Iron Fist, but it wasn't as good as the other shows. Um, And then I thought Punisher was really good, too. The Punisher... Punisher and Jessica Jones are my favorite of all Mm. those. Um, actually, that's a lie. Punisher and Daredevil are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But Jessica Jones is super dope, and that's why it's in my number five spot, and it's going to be really cool. So check it out March 8th, Jessica Jones. All right. My number five is Lost in Space. Netflix is doing a reboot of the show Lost in Space, <laughs> which... Wait, is this Danger, Will Robinson? Yes, Danger. Yes. Um... I I'm actually pretty excited about it. I dude, if it's anything like the movie Lost in Space, the oh, second Jesus one Christ. they did, amazing. Yeah, the one with uh, who else in it? There was a lot of people. Heather Graham was in it. Yeah, Heather and Graham, and then what's the the dude that the older guy that's who's in a bunch of William shit. Hurt. William Hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. um, there's a lot of people in that and the, movie. The greatest looking robot ever. Oh, and didn't it have the villain was uh, Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman, yeah, yeah. yeah. He turns into like a big bug spider thing. Fuck yeah, he does. That would be dope. That then that then eat him to death. Yeah. His own body eats him to death, which is super exactly weird. how it should be. Um, but I'm really excited about it because they got Parker Posey to play. Um, what's the bad guy's name? Uh, Doctor Smith. Where's Parker Posey from? So she was in Superman Returns. She was like Lex Luthor's girlfriend, Kevin Spacey's girlfriend. She's been in a ton oh, of indie okay. movies. They pretty gotcha. much call her like the queen of indie movies. But cool. uh, I don't know. I just have always really liked her. And I don't know. I, I think they could do it. I think it's going to be a little darker, you know, than yeah. like the old kind of silly series of Lost in Space. But I don't know. I think I think it could be. That's a really that one like the story around that has a lot of potential. So if they do it right, kind of like how they. So basically, it's like how Daredevil, the Ben Affleck one, was like the movie for Lost in Space, kind of on the same fucking playing level in terms of not that good. Uh, and then hopefully the reboot is just as good as the Daredevil reboot. That's yeah. gonna be my analogy. Well, I'm I'm also excited. The cast is really good. So Toby Stevens is John Robinson, the dad. He was the main guy in that show Black Sails, the pirate show that they had on oh, Stars okay. yeah, for yeah, a few yeah. years. Yeah. Um, Molly Parker from House of Cards. She played Jacqueline Sharp. She was also in Deadwood. Um, she plays the mother, Maureen Robinson. Um, who else is on there? There's like a bunch of good cast. Like I said, Parker Posey as Dr. Smith is what I'm really, really excited about because she's badass. 
And so I don't know. I think it should be pretty good. There's just I'm in good I'm cast, sold. good writers and everything. And you know, I'm always down for a sci-fi show. Pretty yeah. Much. So Same. I agree with that. <clears throat> good Sweet. Stuff. All right, Brandon. What do you Lost got number space. four? All right. So my number four is none other than the Shannara Chronicles, Sean. The Shannara New season. Chronicles season two. Yeah. Wait, so I thought that already came out. No. It is out. It's uh, out now. But it came out in 2018, like a couple weeks ago, uh, like the, the beginning of February. I, think. I didn't know you even. Uh, so or something. Technically, it came out in October. What? Yeah. I thought I saw it on there as February for the second season. That's what it says. It says October. Because uh, I watched no, because I watched the first season. I think like in October or something, and the second one wasn't out yet. Maybe it wasn't. Unless on it happened Netflix. like right afterwards. So it, it can't, it's on Spike TV. No, oh, that it's might be that show. might be why I'm fucked up. I thought it was a Netflix original. <laughs> ah, that makes sense. We're leaving thought, all of this. Oh in. no, it's not because I it was on MTV, MTV originally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm all fucked up. I don't know. Shannara Chronicles is dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's out right now. Yeah, what's, what's one of your backups? You got something else on here? <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I have backups. So this one I was actually really stoked about. Um, which was the Frankenstein Chronicles. That also just came out. That one officially just fucking you came out. You got all these Chronicles, bro. Dude, you got to chronicle it up. You know what I'm saying? Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Amazing, right? Shannara Chronicles. Boom. Amazing. Frankenstein Chronicles. I'm stoked about it. It's more of an origin story. Uh, and from what I've seen, it looks super fucking creepy. <laughs> and it just came out, though. Like, you'll see it, like, log into Netflix. You'll see it, like, one of the first things that pops up for most people. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that one looks really good too. That was uh, my actual my first honorable mention. So we're gonna move that one up, uh, since I'm apparently fucking dumb as shit and didn't realize that just because it came out on Netflix now doesn't mean it wasn't already <laughs> out before that. Hey now, I only know these things because Rachel really likes that show. Dude, that show's yeah. dope. That's all I gotta say. I've seen it's I've my seen gimme. It's like my it's like my cheesy good. show. Yeah, it's like a cheesy sci-fi fun show. It's very much a CW type show. Yeah, like it'll work yeah, yeah. well on the CW. Yeah. It, it, it's a good show, but also uh, Frankenstein Chronicles is one that just came out, and that one looks really cool. I think it's supposed to be super, super dark, which I'm excited about. Um, so yeah, check out Frankenstein Chronicles. That's that's what we're gonna move up to the uh, the number four spot instead of the Shannara Chronicles. All right, so mine does not have a specific date yet, but uh, Titans is going to be coming out. DC is going to be doing their own digital oh, yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is going to be the Teen Titans show. I'm interested show. to see how they do that. Live action. Yep. Which is going to be good. Um, Live action. I know. I think that should be pretty badass. I love the Teen Titans. I really enjoyed the Teen Titans original animated series that they did uh, in the early 2000s for a few seasons. Uh, Teen Titans goes okay, but it's not really... A sh- you know, it's more like, a, I mean, it's a kid's cartoon. You know what I mean? It doesn't really yeah, have true. a flowing story to it or anything like that. It's just kind of silly, which is cool. But it'd be fun to see what they can do with something live action because I've always really enjoyed the Teen Titans. Um, <clears throat> I know. I, the only thing I've seen that they've cast so far is Brenton Thwaites as Dick Grayson, who is Robin. Um which I'm sure at some point he's going to have to be Nightwing, but, you know, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait, though. Yeah, I, I've heard. So I'm I'm excited for them to do a live action version of Teen Titan, which I think will be hopefully pretty dope. I liked it. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, I'm, I like the animated one, so I'm assuming hopefully the live... I prefer live actions over animation, so hopefully this will... Uh, I'm excited about that, well, too. Well, and they're... So, actually, I just saw they are... They did cast um, quite a few people so far. So, they cast Robin, they cast Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. Um, they also... Oh, that's right. I completely forgot that this is the same show. I don't know why I thought that this was two different shows. But uh, Hawk and Dove um, are going to be kind of the caretakers in this because the Teen Titans are supposed to be young, right? Yeah, yeah. But Alan Richson, a.k.a. um, Oh, my God. Now I'm forgetting his freaking name. Thad Castle. Yeah. From Blue Mountain State is going to be Hawk, which if that doesn't pull you in, I don't know what else will. I imagine he will not be uh, eating Oreos out of his own ass or anything like he did in Blue Mountain State. Yeah. I think it'll be cool, man. I'm always surprised that Alan Richardson doesn't have more cool roles, you know? Um, Although, that would be interesting if he ate Oreos out of his own ass as Hawk. That would be pretty awesome. Be a nice twist to the character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they've also cast the character Chief and Elastigirl and Clifford Steel or Robot Man. So they've got quite a few things going on here. I think it should be pretty interesting. I'm I'm stoked about it. But again, anytime it's a um you know like a dc comics show or something i'm probably going to get on board yeah but the cast is pretty young they're like 13 to 20 i think years old so except for thad castle oh yeah well like i said they're going to be kind of 21 they're gonna be like the mentors or caretakers i'm assuming for the teen titans like how they've done it in previous iterations is the justice league exists but they have someone come like with the show young justice is very similar and they have you know, like their mentor that's from the Justice League that comes that to comes kind of and helps them out. Yeah, and yeah. watches over them and trains them and that sort of thing. Nice. So, That'd be sick. Yeah, should be awesome. There's not an official date yet, but keep your eye out for Titans. I'm sure it'll be all over the place. Uh, I'm also certain it's going to be the flagship program for DC's, you know, own subscription service. So keep an eye out for that. But I had Titans at number four. Hey now! Alright, so now, for one that I do know is coming out this year, it's actually this Sunday. Alright, you're gonna watch this after you watch the live stream on Twitch that we're doing, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is gonna be none other than Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3! Yes! Fuck, I totally forgot about that one. You fucked up now, A.A. Ron. All right, cool. I knew so there was one I was forgetting. We fucked this podcast up. Good, 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 good. Damn I was it. afraid it was just me that was going to like an asshole. Uh, so good. That's okay. It's going in my yeah, it's going in got, my honorable mentions. You still got the right year. Uh, yeah. Anyway. And I knew that too, but when I was re-looking over my list today, I just completely forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I actually, so I just started re-watching um, Ash vs. Evil Dead on Netflix. So good. And it is, it's so good. It's just so stupid and fun. And uh, I mean, if you haven't seen Evil Dead... Ash vs. Evil Dead, like one and two, or the or even the one and two seasons or the yep. movies, any of it, it's so good. And um, like I don't, I mean, I don't know what there is to say. It's Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's amazing. It's it's really dumb. He has a shotgun arm, uh, and it's amazing. Gotta get the boomstick. Yeah, I Rachel and I are all about the first two seasons. Of that I just had her watch it. Uh, probably two months ago we burned through everything and so I can't wait to to see it come back it's gonna be great Bruce honey. Campbell's the fucking man so. now listen here honey yeah, yeah he's just like this perfect 
I don't know, man. He still just kills the role. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king, baby. Yeah, so that's uh, so my number three is Ash vs. Evil and that's Dead. A, is it, when is it? It's the end February of the February 25th. Okay. So it's actually this Next Sunday. Week. No, this Sunday, dude. Oh, like this three week. days. Holy shit. Yeah. I have no idea what time is anymore. Where are we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you were looking for something that's kind of a really goofy sci-fi... Ultra gory. Ultra, go- ultra gore. Uh, check out Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 this Sunday. Definitely recommend that one. That's awesome. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So my number three is none other than Legion. A, I think a really underrated show. Not enough people watched it last year when it debuted with its first season. It's just such a crazy... And I've talked about it on the podcast a few times. But season two is coming out April 3rd. And everyone's returning. And I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. It's just a fucking crazy ass show. It's, uh, you know, to reiterate, it follows Holler, who is a mutant that has, he's kind of similar to Professor X in that he has uh, telepathy, but he's also schizophrenic. And you're also seeing the entire show through his version of events. And so the show is trippy as shit. A lot of it doesn't make sense. And it's kind of all over the place. And you, it's really hard to trust the narrator of the story because it's this crazy know, like, guy. Yeah. And, yeah. but man, he was, Dan Stevens was so good in it. He plays Holler, um, Rachel Keller, Aubrey Plaza was phenomenal in this. Um, she is Lenny, but she's also something else that you find out as you go along. And Ooh. she was, hey now. She was so good as this almost ambiguous, like, David Bowie-type character. Yeah. It was very bizarre. I loved it. I can't wait. Um, I know Jermaine Clement, I think, is going to be pretty pivotal in this season because he kind of comes in towards the end of the last season. And, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it was such a good show. It's on FX on April 3rd of this year. And... I don't know how many episodes they're doing. I just kind of want to see real quick. So the first season was only eight episodes. So it wasn't too bad. Okay, so this one's going to be ten. So you get a little bit more. Nice. And remember Put on a FX. episodes in there. Yeah. And on FX, they're not uh, tethered to like Sean, one hour blocks. FX so. has the movies. FX. They do. Do they, that though? Because they pretty much no, they just play, play shit. Battleship like 30 times every day. God, which is arguably the greatest movie of yeah. all time. So... But, um, <laughs> so yeah, Noah Hawley, the guy who brought Fargo to the small screen and he worked on a bunch of oh, other yeah. stuff, but it was, it, I don't know. It's going to be badass. I'm, I'm so excited about having it come back. And remember, like I was saying on FX, they're not tethered to one hour time blocks. So some of the episodes are actually even longer. So you get even more crazy get all that bang for your buck man i mean it's like the x-men on acid pretty much is the best way i can describe it who wouldn't want to take that journey sean it's true so i had legion at number three all right my number two this is uh this is the only other one on my list that is currently out but it was so good there was no way i was not going to put this up there altered carbon yeah you have to see this show i i don't know it's a it's a sci-fi thriller that kind of takes it takes place in the future and kind of seems like it has a lot of realism to it too in terms of like things that could happen like with a lot of the technology maybe not in total with yeah i mean it's know, a few hundred years in the future so you yeah, never know it's several hundred years in the future but it is super cool it is uh very action-packed it's gory it's it's got sexual stuff going on in it it's a sci-fi 
and the plot's actually really, really, really badass. Um, man, I don't know. And uh, what's his name as the the main guy? I Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> I was thinking Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah, that Joel would Kinnaman. Made for a much different. That show. would be yeah. That would be a total different area. Uh, he does an awesome, awesome job. He plays. He does just such a good job playing just like this kind of like badass, like, I don't know, almost like a, he's not like super talkative, but he's like this real badass, like force to be reckoned with that just, he's got to play like 10 different roles, like in one and it's really badass. So, um, yeah, I, I had to throw altered carbon in there. It, it, it came out, I think maybe that was what I mixed up. That came out it February, came out February 2nd or something. Like okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. So check out altered carbon. It's on Netflix. Uh, I don't really. I mean, it's. I'd say nine out of ten. Altered card. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the show. Uh, I finished the. It was really weird for me because I know I talked about it on previous podcasts. I was trying to finish the book before the show came out, right? Um, yeah. But I kind of was like towards the end of the book when the show came out. So at a certain point, I'm reading it and watching it at the same time oh, and it so was getting really up. weird yeah mm. but the book is the show is vastly different from the book some of the That's same stuff is are. there and but it was cool it was kind of how when the showrunners for game of thrones realized that you know because there was two seasons of game of thrones where they were really slowing everything down and dragging their feet because they were hoping george r, r. martin would finish winds of winter before um, the next season. Yeah. So it was yeah, just yeah. dragging along. And then when they realized it's just not going to happen, so they became untethered and just did whatever the fuck they wanted. That's how I felt alter, alter, uh, Altered Carbon was compared to the book, where they were like, you know what? We're going to take some of the same ideas from this and the same kind of characters, but we're going to like do our own thing with it. And I really enjoyed that. I thought that yeah. made it a really fun experience all on its own because it is vastly different in a bunch of different ways, which I thought was kind of cool. Like there's, there's a lot of characters that are in the book that are very minor characters that are main characters in the show. show. Yeah. But I thought it was cool because in the show, it adds more to the cast. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of this is in Takeshi, you know, was the main character, yeah. Joel Kinnaman's head. And he's just thinking, doing, you know what I mean? That internal dialogue kind of stuff. And it doesn't work the same way in TV for 10 episodes. Yeah. Just true. him talking to himself all the time. So, yeah, it's it. So, there you have it. Basically, so it sounds like, because I didn't read the book. So, yeah. it sounds like they did a good job to where if you read the book, you'd still enjoy the show. And if you're like me and had no idea what altered card, like I didn't even know there was a book before I saw this. And I just like watched it and thought it was an amazing show. So you're pretty much set up for success either way. Yeah, I mean, so as long as if you did read the book and you're going to watch this, just immediately know it is not going to be the same thing. The story is not going to follow the same way. It's not going to be like that. Just be open about it, and you can really enjoy the show for what it is. Yep. So, And, yeah, Good. like I said, it was fun. It was like a fun, violent, um, noir detective show. Yeah, You know, you're trying – like, there's a mystery to be solved, and – uh, that sort of thing. So I don't know. And it gave a lot more background into uh, Takeshi Kovacs, Kovacs' character, which I thought was cool. In the book, they kind of hark back to some things and he thinks about stuff that's happened in the past. But this kind of showed everything, which I thought was cool. Sweet. Well, yeah. So my number two, Altered Carbon. All right. My number two, I honestly, I'm so fucking excited about the show coming back, is Atlanta season two. 
it's been like a year and a half since the first season came out and i this one premieres on march 1st season two they're getting 10 episodes again i loved it i loved the show when it came out mostly because i love donald glover so i was like all right i'm gonna give it a chance and it was freaking fantastic it was really funny and dark in certain points and just kind of I don't know. They had one episode where all they did was make these weird commercials and shit that were supposed to be, I guess, geared towards the black community, but they were so over the top. And the whole yeah. episode is just this weird stuff. And it was fucking hysterical. I was laughing so hard at some of the stuff that they were showing. Chicken's so and it good, just, you'll slap your mama. Yeah, stuff like that. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of cool looking into just how Donald Glover sees, you know, his hometown of Atlanta and everything. It was, yeah, I know. I love it. And the soundtrack was freaking fantastic too. Even, even the song they made up for the show that Donald Glover and his brother wrote for the, one of the main characters, he's a rapper named Paperboy, And there's a song called Paperboy, And it was actually a really good song. Yeah. <laughs> like it reminded me of like old well, Southern, like three, you know, three, I mean, six mafia Donald or Glover something. is also a successful rapper. And for those of you that don't know, he is childish Gambino. Yeah. Uh, and he is a very successful rapper. Even though he hasn't really sense. rapped in a while, it's mostly yeah, it's just like singing about being a nerd or whatever. But <laughs> but it was yeah, it's definitely like that Southern rap kind of thing, you know, like three six mafia or some shit like nice. that. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. So I can't wait till season two comes out. It's called uh, Atlanta Robin season, which Ooh. I think is hilarious. I guess they're just gonna name each season or something, but uh, should be pretty good. Comes out March 1st on FX as well, I believe. So Sweet. Lots of good FX shit coming out. There back. we go. So check that out. All right. If we don't have one. the same number one, yeah, we have to I'm walking point. out of the There's podcast. There's no way. I will leave if we don't have the same number one right now. We going for it? Yeah. All right. What is it? My number one, none other than Westworld. Oh, I thought you were going to say Real Housewives of Atlanta, bro. It is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> Boom, bitch. Uh, I also had Westworld. Yeah, um, it's hard. It's hard to not be really antsy about a show that's taken a year and a half to come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just builds it's and builds. Just long enough, especially to wear, a like, sci-fi epic with us loving science fiction stuff as much as we do. Yeah. I mean, you can't just dangle this out there, and we're not gonna. Yeah, be and we've about only got uh, actually two months to the day to go. Yeah, and then, April, and then we get our release. Yeah, I cannot wait. It was it's gonna be sick. I I was really anticipating it before the first season came out because. For some reason, I had this weird infatuation with the movie, the original 70s movie, when it came out. I mean, not when it yeah. came out, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That was 20 years before, 15 years before I was born. But um, when it used to like freak me out, but for some reason, I still like to watch it all the time when I was a kid because they would play it on just Showtime. Just like Two Girls, One Cup, Sean. Just yeah, that like too. that. That didn't freak me out at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly where I like. It did something else to me. But it, it was such a cool idea you know and they kept having all these random twists and turns throughout the entire series so you're watching trying to figure out an entire series as you're watching yeah. it like things keep changing and for those of you that don't know westworld's what probably the number two show on hbo behind game of thrones maybe yeah for i mean sure. there's a lot of really big shows on there but i think westworld's probably like their number two like and then followed by probably like 
True Detective or something like that that are just like they're big like people buy it's their flagship shows yeah for sure exactly and they're getting into these epics now you know what I mean so Game of Thrones is like an epic Westworld is like an epic and they've got a lot of money to throw at them so they do a really good job with them but Westworld the gist is that the world kind of sucks just like it does now where you know it can be a really depressing shitty spot well and they purposely don't even tell you much about what the hell's happening outside so basically what you know about Westworld is that it was something it it was almost like a theme park that was built that is 100% completely immersive so you go into this entire world uh, where you can stay for like weeks at a time and like be in like a western theme is all we've seen so far. But mm. uh, you, you know, you go in, you can shoot. They have robots that are lifelike and you know, uh, advanced AI that responds to you and um, you know does. It's not basically they make it super realistic with the robots. Like it's sometimes difficult to tell yeah. who's a robot, who's not, which, which is, is kind great of the fun. Of the show. Yeah. yeah. And so you go in there. It's like trying to escape. find the Cylons in Battlestar Galactica, which yeah. I think we talked about when the show was on. We were saying the same thing. Where well, and it's just yeah, and I you're love not the, sure who is who or what the hell's happening. I love the premise. Like imagine if like right now, like you could pay you know X amount of money and go to a place where you could live in like a western, where you could like actually mm-hmm. shoot people that like you know shoot back and like have those shootouts and go to a saloon and all the brothels and all that kind of shit. It'd be it'd be nuts. Uh, but, like, this is, like, a huge, completely immersive um, place, and it's just got an insane amount of drama. And, of course, the AIs get all insane, and shit starts going crazy. So, uh, it's just, it's a really good sci-fi, action, drama, everything show. Yeah, and there's a lot uh, a lot of stuff to uncover. It was fun. It's one of those shows, um, kind of like earlier seasons of Game of Thrones, where... You're trying to theorize everything, and so people are going crazy online, just trying to figure out what the hell's happening. Yeah, and it drums up a lot of attention. Yeah, and, a lot and of people so trying to figure shit out. Yeah, and shout out to what was it? There's like a Westworld podcast. Crap, now I can't remember what it was. Um, they they do the Cast of Kings podcast as well that I've been listening to for probably about four years. Um, hold on, because if you want, if you're gonna rewatch Westworld, I would. Listen to this podcast as well. They talk about all these theories and just all this crazy stuff. And, it's, I, okay, and if, it's you, if you've seen or know anything Decoding about Decoding Westworld, sorry. Nice. You can get it on mm. iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. Decoding Westworld is a really cool deep dive into just the world of Westworld. They yeah, and if you've episode. seen anything, like if, if you've seen the 70s movie or you know anything about it and kind of how that goes, there's so many things they can do with Westworld. Like, yeah really really badass things that they can do with it and they kind of allude to it in the season that you know all this crazy shit's gonna happen so it just left you on like a cliffhanger like dude i cannot wait for the next season the only thing you really know at the end of season two is that the hosts aka the robots are pissed off and sentient now and are kind of rebelling at this point the only so apparently they've said that there's going to be, I think it's five or six other worlds that they're going to try to introduce. And Which is going to be sick. I think the only ones we've seen even glimpses at is there's a samurai one. So it's going to be like Japan world yeah. or samurai world or something like that. And then yeah. I thought we saw like a knight thought, or yeah, something. Yeah, I was just saying, I thought, it was, I thought was there was a medieval. Yeah, so because in the original movie, there's three of them. There's medieval world, there's West world, and then there's um, Roman world in the original movie, which Roman world now would be like 
okay, so everyone's just banging. Like, I don't know what yeah, else like you'd really want to do. Yeah, like gladiators killed. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. what else they branch out with because that could be some really cool shit. There's so much potential with it. And, and the first season was so good. Like, it was a great, great way to transition from like, damn it, Game of Thrones is, is over until the next season. What else can we watch? Boom, here comes Westworld, which yeah. I feel like they didn't do a whole lot of build-up for. Like, I feel like there was some... But it's just like, oh, hey, Westworld is here. Watch this show. And you're like, okay. And I think once it, we get on. to a month before, they're going to start churning out trailers and teasing like crazy and all. You know, that's Granted, what they do with Game I of Thrones. I did realize I haven't had like cable TV and watched it in a long time. So that's probably why I miss out on a lot of advertisements for shit. But yeah, well, even just trailers that you see released online, they've done very little for Westworld yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. There's been little <laughs> teasers and stuff. Um, I think they're going to really. You know, they did one for the Super Bowl. Imagine walking into Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, God. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah, I think that's what amazing. drew us as gamers into it as well. Yep. It's just that idea of a completely immersive Yeah, if you like Red Dead Redemption, like the game, you will like Westworld yeah. if you haven't seen it. But there's... That's probably rare. And I can't wait to see Thandie Newton messing some shit up because she seems to be the only one that's fully aware of everything that's happening. So that should be pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see how they go. <clears throat> Where they go with it, new characters they introduce. Um, I hope they, from what I'm hearing, I think they're going to bring back Tessa Thompson, who was the owner or CEO of Westworld. She's yeah. also Valkyrie in Thor, and she's in Annihilation as well. So I'm hoping they bring her back, because she's great. Do it. But yeah, man, Westworld's coming out uh, April 22nd. Um, Crap, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's April 22nd, because it's, <laughs> it's two months from, th- from today. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Tune in for Westworld. It's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, what do you got for our questions? That was our number one. All right. Yeah, those are our top five. Let us know if uh, we missed anything for sure. Um, Oh, yeah. So, I don't really have a whole lot, honestly. I I don't watch an incredible amount of TV shows, surprisingly. Uh, I mainly focus on gaming. Um, However, Black Lightning... Looking forward to that. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. I have. It. I have watched it. It's <laughs> it awesome. awesome. Yeah. So it's awesome. I haven't seen it, but um, I'm very excited. Uh, surprisingly, I kind of want to watch The Walking Dead again to see if it ever got better. Because I got so From lost. what I heard, it did not. Yeah. So, I like. I, I think I watched through season three. And then it was like, it all went to shit or something. And then apparently, like, two seasons, like, I don't know, five or six or some shit was really good. And, like, they kind of... Made it a good show again, and I don't know, man. But uh, why not? For those, even if, even if you know, I'm not the the most excited about it. Maybe you are. A lot of people watch Walking Dead, Sean. Yeah, I, don't know. It, I think it's a hate watch for a I lot just, of people. Yeah, honestly, really at a certain like, point, I yeah, don't know why it, it does that. God, but. the first few seasons were so good. But anyway, yeah, The Walking Dead's coming out later this year, and I also had Legion on there. What about you? Um, okay, so I had quite a few actually. So The Last OG, which is gonna be a comedy show on TBS starring Tracy Morgan, which I can't wait. It also is gonna have Tiffany Haddish in it, so that should be freaking hysterical. Jessica Jones I had on Ooh. here. I totally forgot to mention John Oliver's back. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Last week's so I have a couple of shows that I've already watched, so I'll list those last. So Jessica Jones, uh the show The Terror that's gonna be on AMC or FX, I can't remember. But it's going to be like a, an expedition back in the 1700s or 1800s gets stuck in the Antarctic. And there's some like it's a horror show pretty much is what it's going to be. If the name the terror didn't you know throw you to that. So that should be pretty interesting. True Detectives coming back this year. Oh, that's right. always on board for that. Um, the show called Kidding, 
The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is a Coen Brothers show, so that should be pretty cool. They haven't done a show before. Krypton, which is like a Superman prequel that's going to be on sci-fi. We'll see how it goes. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, of course. Maniac, which ha- is going to be a Netflix show with um, Jonah Hill and... Uh, oh my god, what's her name? From Also in Superbad. Emma Stone. Yes. So they're going to be Stone. in it, and apparently they're mm-hmm. both like living in an insane asylum and it's i think it's gonna be trippy like legion is so they go to their own little crazy worlds and stuff yeah. within the show it's supposed to be like a weird comedy drama type show so that sounds pretty okay. interesting okay. and then they're making the movie heathers into a tv show and i'm only putting this on this list because i love the movie heathers the show doesn't look incredible but i just i'll have to check it out just because i enjoy the movie so much so it's like an 80s dark comedy a teenage movie where um, Winona Ryder and Christian Slater are faking, ma- murdering Winona Ryder's like terrible friends in high school and making it look like suicides. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The movie is fucking amazing. It's like a dark comedy and it's really funny and weird and crazy. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the show. Now shows that are already out. We already talked about Ultra Carbon. Black Lightning, I'm really enjoying on the CW. Yeah. It's, I don't think, officially part of the Arrowverse, but that's always, you It'll know. It'll get there. Yeah. Everything becomes Arrowverse. But I've really enjoyed it on its own. Um, and then last week tonight, of course. And also, Joel McHale has his own show on Netflix now. And Joel McHale from Community, he used to do The Soup on E! or whatever channel that used to come on, which essentially was like what Tosh.0 was doing before there was Tosh.0. Yeah. And it it's pretty much the same thing as The Soup. He just talks about weird pop culture stories and shows internet videos and shit. And it was really funny. And nice. I, and it's awesome because now Joel McHale can say and do whatever the hell he wants because he's on Netflix. And I missed him so much because Jeff was one of my favorite characters in Community. And Jeff is like Joel McHale in real life, pretty much. He's just this like smart ass douchebag pretty much okay and i loved it so yeah you can check out the first episode of joel McHale show on netflix already i think they come out every sunday so if you want something that's similar to like tosh.0 or you want just dumb news that like meaningless news that's not political at all and just stupid and weird then you should watch Which it. Which we could it's all hilarious. use. Yeah, it's a nice way to just decompress at the end of the week or beginning of the week, whatever your Sunday is. Of just, <laughs> hey, I'm going to watch this. They're going to talk about this weird Korean soap opera where everyone somehow gets run over by motorcycles and shit. Like, it's okay. just so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I love mean, it. I so, mean. And Joel McHale is going to commentate on the whole thing. So Sweet. I loved it. Yeah, but that's our shows for this year. There's going to be so many. And we'll keep talking yeah. about them as they come out. If we missed any, let us know. Hit I know there's a ton on, of them. Uh, the Facebook or Twitter or yep. Instagram or Pornhub or yeah, exactly. All whatever else we're on. Yeah. Uh, let us know what we missed. And uh, uh, let us know if you agree or disagree. Yep. And we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with our recommendations for the week. Um, this is my song for the week is Kendrick Lamar on the weekend called Pray For Me straight up from the Black Panther soundtrack so Boom. enjoy it I'm always ready for a war again 
the world, I fight you, I fight myself I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps Life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street Shooters and Then I spill this blood for you, yeah Ah, oh, man, I hit it exactly like the weekend scene Dude, it was perfect, it was spot on weekend was here uh yeah that. that was kendrick lamar and the weekend with pray for me off of the black panther soundtrack such a good song i can see that it's already starting to blow up a bit there's that one and then there's the one that he does with uh what's her name sizza this girl singer and yeah, yeah. both those are hitting big on the charts right now but that song is bad ass anywho we're here with our recommendations for the week on super happy nerd time we do this every week we have dumb stuff and we tell you what to do. Fun things. Yeah. So you should do them all. What do you got? Without question. Uh, yeah. So number one recommendation this week is the Twitch Talks podcast. So Ooh. it's a, still a very small podcast, but it's um, each episode is about 25, 30 minutes long. If you're into gaming or into Twitch or you're trying to learn how to grow a YouTube personality or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, super entertaining. Um, the host is Cameron. He goes by C Palm on Twitch. Uh, he does a very good job of um, going in details of like, oh, is your stream plateauing? Here's some ideas on how to get out of that, and uh, a lot of really cool stuff. So check That's out cool. the Twitch Talks it's podcast. A nice informative podcast for anyone trying to get into Twitch or yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and uh, you know it's a connect with him like he he you know it's still small enough you know like us where we actually respond to everybody and like want to network and talk to people so uh yeah we should see about chatting with him sometime that would be pretty yeah, cool. yeah yeah he um i believe i haven't heard all the episodes but i think he does interview some streamers and things like that uh you know about how they grew their stream and what they like to do and all these kind of cool stuff so if you're into twitch or you want to do like a youtube thing whether you're making motivational videos or gaming videos whatever it is uh, they've got a lot of insight into that, so check that out. Um, following that, of course, you got to do Fortnite Battle Royale. Season 3 <laughs> just came out. I cannot stress enough how fucking awesome that game is. Um, and finally, the one that I fucked up real good, Shannara Chronicles. Check it out. Yep, go check out the Shannara I just finished Chronicles. it last night, which is why it's on here. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it's uh, kind of cheesy, but super good sci-fi show, so check it out. Yeah. That's all I got. What about you? Okay, so other than... Um, Go see Annihilation and Black Panther and backing up Brandon's claim, watch Alter Carbon. Yeah, go see Black Panther. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Go see Black Panther. I also, Super Mario Odyssey is fantastic. I, God, every Mario game is amazing. And this one has been so much fun. It's like a, it's like Super Mario 64 on steroids. It's huge. Or I guess Super Mario Galaxy is probably the better way to describe it. But it's like huge. Um, You have to collect power moons now instead of the stars to beat bowser or whatever and you need 250 of them i guess at least to be able to do a final boss battle against him i think i already have 300 of them and i'm not i don't i think i'm still a couple worlds away from getting to even fight bowser at this point just because i enjoy spending so much time going all over these maps and finding all the different power moons and all that stuff apparently there's a thousand of them so okay okay and that is i know so i'm loving it and just the nintendo switch in general is so fun to play with you know i i i played on it but i didn't really take it off the dock very much and take it portably 
And I did, Rachel had like a doctor's appointment, so I went and sat in the waiting room and I brought the Switch with me. And I was just playing Super Mario Odyssey on there and it looked really good. And there's almost no, I mean, nothing noticeable anyway um, in like the screen resolution from when you plug it back into the TV. It still looks great on the TV. Sweet. So, yeah, I, I if you haven't gotten a Switch yet, I would recommend it. I know they're going to try to start rolling out their online play and that sort of thing. So, and they're probably just going to keep coming out with more and more good games. So, yeah. you know, it's always good to invest in the Nintendo system. It's actually already way outsold the Wii U and already has more games than the Wii U. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's only been out 11 months. So, that's Get pretty it. great. And The Last of Us Remastered, I'm about three or four hours into the game. It is intense. Holy shit, that game is dark. But it is yeah. awesome. I'm really enjoying that, too. I'm probably going to have to finish off Super Mario just because i got to get it out of my system. But then I'm going right back for Last of Us because I haven't gotten to play it before. And the second one comes out this year. And I at least want to know what the hell is happening so I can get into these games. Yeah, you got to. And there's too many games, Brandon. There's too many games happening. Just gonna and I better. can't keep it together anymore. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to weep into my, my Cheerios now. Sean has too many options. Don't give this man <laughs> options. But those are my recommendations for the week. Uh, oh, actually, no. I did want to give a shout out. I'm reading this really interesting book. Um, hold on one second. Sorry. I need to look oh, up cool. the author real quick. So I was sent this book. It's about um, Donald Trump and the WWE and their relationship that they've had. That actually has gone on for almost actually over 30 years now, which I never knew that that's <laughs> that it was going on that long. But uh, it's pretty crazy and just how they kind of help each other out. And so like Donald Trump helped promote the WWE even when they weren't doing so well. And even when he was like bankrupt, they would still bring him on to do silly shit. And yeah, it was just uh, I, I, I don't know. And they're like that's why it makes sense that you see um wasn't it Vince McMahon coming out all the time to kind of back him up. Yeah, he re he uh they're relaunching the XFL. That should be stupid. I don't know why the hell they're doing it. It's a more Republican fucking no, it really is. Like it's no one like, gives a shit about any of that. I, I don't know. know why they're doing I don't know what they think they're gonna do, but he's got another year, I think, to a year or two to plan it all out. So we'll see how it goes. Sorry, I want to give the, the author anyway. a shout out because he sent me the books uh, the book and it was really cool. Um, hold on. This is going to drive me nuts if I can't figure it out. Anyway, but it's kind of an interesting look into how they've gone on forever. Trump mania. Jesus, there it is. I'm such a dummy. So it's called Trump Mania, Vince McMahon, WWE, and the making of America's 45th president. So I haven't gotten to the part yet where they help him get elected. I mean, I'm sure there'll be something with money or, you yeah. know what I mean, promoting. But uh, the author is uh, Levy Margolin. That's M-A-R-G-O-L-I-N. Hit him up on Twitter. Check out the book. I mean, he has it digitally. You can get a hard copy of it or whatever. Sweet. But it's kind of interesting just to see how something that doesn't sound like it's gonna have any influence whatsoever like the wwe can really pull strings and stuff like yeah, that so yeah, yeah it's not a conspiracy book though okay everyone just chill the fuck out it's really it's not like a partisan book whatsoever it's kind of just a look at this is what their relationship is which is a really interesting and kind of weird relationship between a Vince McMahon and billionaire Trump real estate mogul and a wrestling Mogul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty crazy. But yeah, check that out. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I know we went a little long this week. There was a lot to cover. Three weeks worth of stuff. So um, if there's anything you want us to talk about next week, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Watch Brandon's Twitch stream this weekend. We're gonna Sunday, be six o'clock. We're gonna be promoting so next Saturday, not this one, but the Saturday of March. March second the other. I think it's March second. Yeah. Or March third. Whatever that Saturday is. Shit, shit. We will be promoting the shit out of it. We're going to do a Super Smash Bros. live, and we're going to do it um, just at the house. We're going to have some friends over. We're going to be drinking and playing and doing all the stupid games we do when we do Super Smash Brothers. I'm excited. So it should be Super Smashed Brothers is what I meant to say. But Super Smash Bros. will also be involved in it. Sweet. So, um, yeah, have a great week, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.